express my own very great hakaras to the Rav and to the Kehila, to Baron for his part in the uh, arranging to give me this uh, chance to push it to learn together. That's all I'm trying to do. Uh, the the Chovas Alvavas says that um, we can't rely on what we learned at a younger age. And a person has to demand of himself to understand correctly everything about understanding Hashem and the Torah. He has to approach learning the Torah as if he never learned anything. Kilu, he never saw a letter before. And the same thing with the words of the Chachamim. He has to try to learn it as if he never learned anything, as if it's a whole fresh beginning. So that's uh, quite a job that we're supposed to undertake. And there's no guarantee that, you know, we're protected from making a mistake along the way. So we all have to work together. And of course, anything that I might suggest is, uh, goes without saying that it's on the condition that the rough has no objection. I'm not asking for askama. That's really to be asking too much. But <laughs> I'll avoid. But uh, everything is al das, al manas, kain. But uh, like I say, all we're trying to do is to go back to even basic inyanim to try to learn together and see what we could discover. Because like the Chavos Lover says, the, the understanding of things that are very delicate of a mature person, of a person whose seichel has developed, is not the same, and he can't rely on what he was taught by his rebbeim, because I was taught by my rebbeim at a younger age, and now I'm, I'm older, I'm more mature, it has to be looked at again, like as if I'm starting anew. Bikrega's children uh, wrote that when they learned together with him, it appeared to them as if he had never learned the sugi before. I remember my Rashiva was like amazed by that, that he had such a kayach to make it like a fresh start. So, of course, we can only try our best to, uh, to attempt that. Um, I'm also hoping that, that um, there applies in our situation what we heard from Rabbi Shadron at the one time that he spoke in the, in the shul, that uh, he had a Kabbalah. If something comes to his mind, in the middle of the drusha, that's a simon, that, that's something the island has to hear, even if he hadn't prepared it before. So I'm hoping that in the same way, whatever is put into my mind is what is good for the island to hear. And uh, that will be a, 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 a chizuk for all of us, and uh, hopefully maybe even something new. Now in terms of the, the large number of my makaymas, nobody should be frightened. That's because I want to make sure that we don't finish, so I'll get a hopefully a chance to come back again. <laughs> also because we never know uh, how far we're going to get, but you know, <laughs> that's uh, you know that will be the best the best uh, outcome. Um, okay, the title is preparing for Elul. What's the ultimate goal of a Chodesh Elul? Of course, to, to reach Tshuva. I just saw that the the safe tevis of Anila Dividili, the Gematria of forty, which is Marames on the forty days of Mishkhadish Alantul Yom Kippur, then the first time in Khazal's history was the Lukashnis that they did Shuva from Mishkhadish El and it was Niskabal 
and they received the Luchashnias, that's the Rebbe's. So we're aiming for accomplishing Tshuva on the highest level. The, the Rambam says that the Baal Tshuva is not just equaling to a tzaddik, it goes beyond somebody that never was chayte because it's harder for him. He has to exert more effort to overcome the eight Zahara now once it was ready after a chayt. And the Seforno in Parashat Shemois, when Nebishter sent Moshe Rabbeinu to Paro and he warned him that if he doesn't send out Klal there's going to be Machas Bukhiris. That was the warning to Paro. That was going to be the Einish Machas Bukhiris. What about the first nine makas? So the Seforno, the first nine makas were not Einish to the Mitzvah. It wasn't for Midah Kenegin, Midah Einish. It was purely for the sake of being Mo'erer, of trying to inspire and awaken Paro in the Mitzvah to do Tshuva. And the Seforno says there that there was no barrier to them doing Tshuva Amitis on the highest level, tshuva that reaches the kisei covered that comes from, he says there, avas tuvoi, the love of the good of Hashem, and yiras godloi, the reverence for the greatness of Hashem. Paro and the Mitzvah could have accomplished that. He says in Lashem, lu chachmu, if they only had the chachma, the understanding, to see, they were just showing them, he's the very elam. He's the one who's giving them everything to see the Chesed Hashem, to, to love the Chesed Hashem. That's the tshuva that reaches the Kisi covered. that this Dainites, even a various other person did be amazed, are transformed into mitzvahs. If, if, if it would be, that, that, that's the horror of what he's saying, that the Marcus were coming to help them to be Makar Hashem. It had to be in a painful way. Maybe to get their attention, you know. Otherwise, they could just ignore it. And and he says, by when it comes to the Chabadas Halev, Hashem didn't harden Paras hard to stop him from doing shuvah, but enabling him to bear the pain of the makos which he had to receive, in order that he shouldn't be doing it just out of the out of the discomfort and the pain, the difficulty, but he should be retaining his full bechira to do shuvah only out of the recognition of the greatness and the goodness of Hashem. There should be nothing forcing him to do tshuva. He says, Laimana darke tshuva amitis klal. There was no mania whatsoever. So here, Paro and the Mitzvah, such great Mishoyim, were able, had the potential, to do tshuva in the highest madrega. So maybe we can hope also. And if, maybe we're not so sure. So we have a Meister Rav. It's brought... And the Marishiva, the Shiva, said over, and more than one occasion, that when Itzel Petterberger, one of the three main Talmidim of Bishraw Salanter, spoke in Slabodka and Elul, he focused on the Nyanim of a Chazde Hashem, especially when it comes to accepting a person doing tshuva, helping him to do tshuva, he focused on the Chesed Hashem. And he was asked that it seems that this is a change from the derech of his Rebbe, Rebbe Yisrael. Rebbe Yisrael focused primarily on consequences. The most powerful motivation is to know that there's, there's consequences to a person's actions. If he doesn't do tshuva, what's going to be? Okay, there's, there's, 
It wasn't only the beauty of the Chazdei Hashem. So, is that a change? Did he uh, abandon his, his Mesorah? So Rabbi Yitzchel said, Rabbi Yisrael, who mastered the service of Hashem through recognition of the consequences, it was worthwhile he should focus on that. But we are not in that madrega. It's already worthwhile we should focus on Hashem's kindness so that at least that will be part of our motivation to do tshuva. It will be a niktas tshuva me'ava and we'll have a partial zechus of the, of the various turning into mitzvahs. The Indian of Shuvah Me'ava, that's the, the various turn to mitzvahs, that's the Kayach of Shuvah Me'ava, can even be in the partial, the Mikzas. You can have a Mikzas Shuvah Me'ava and a Mikzas that is Nasikah Zechuyas. That's what Abyssal said. So, but Abyssal is saying that we have a Shaykhus. It's possible for us to at least be partially motivated of recognizing, recognizing the Chazdei Hashem. So let's explore, let's see. If we could see for ourselves, you know, there's always two aspects. There's the learning, and then there's trying to see if we could relate to it, Lamaisa, and to try to find the way. That's all part of what we have to work on together. So let's, let's, let's explore, just based on what we to start with, we say, Anila Daidi. Rashi Tevis, the Pasuk in Shirim, Anila Daidi Vidaidi Li. What does it mean, Anila Doidi? We are for our beloved one. Doidi, leave you understand. Hashem is giving us everything. Whatever we have, Hashem's kindness. What is Anila Doidi? What, what do, do we give to Hashem? We'd be devoted, but it sounds like as if I am, I'm, it's, a, it's some kind of balance. And the truth is that this question can be asked on the Gemara and Shabbos and Mafurish Gemara, where Hillel is giving this, this concept of friendship as the aside of the whole Torah. We know the Maestro of the Ger. A Ger came to Shammai, he wanted to Megayer, but he had a special condition. His condition was. He wants to be given the Torah al-regal achas. What does it mean, al-regal achas? One foot? doesn't mean while he's standing on one foot, learn the whole Torah. Masho explains, he wanted to be taught one fundamental principle that includes the entire Torah. And Shammai pushed him away with the measurement of a building. Masho, what that means to say is, an enormous building, enormous structure, doesn't stand on only one beam, doesn't stand on one pillar. It has many, many pillars, many, many supporting beams. The Torah is so great, there are so many primary Ikka Yisaitis, it can't give you one Yisait for the whole Torah. He didn't give up. Went to Hillel. Made the same request. Hillel accepted it. Hill said, yes, I can give you one Yisoyed that will encompass the whole Torah. What is that one Yisoyed? Hill taught him, my daloch sonei v'chavrach leisavit. What is translating literally, what is hateful to you, what is painful to you, 
what is maybe even almost unbearable to you. Don't do that to your friend. What's unbearable to you? Says Rashi, your friends just disregards your words. It needs to be understood that maybe for you know a whole <laughs> other discussion. There's something that I suggest, I recommend, I present, and my friend doesn't engage in it, and he doesn't doesn't respect it, doesn't care for it. Somehow he's not not there for me, or not there for us. That is so, so hurtful to me, so devastating to me. Don't do that in relationship to your friend. That's the whole Torah. How is this the whole Torah? We have friends, okay. That's the important part of Torah. How could this be everything? Says Rashi in his first pshat. The second pshat is, most of the Torah, I guess on a daily basis at least, is Biram Lachaveray. That's the Lashon, the second pshat. But Rashi's first pshat, he brings the Pasuk in Mishlei, Re'acha, Vereya, Vicha, Al-Tazayv, do not abandon your friend and your father's friend, Ze'ah Kodesh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu calls himself our friend. He defines us as his friend. Rebbein Rebbechaya in Parashas Boy, where it says, V'yisha he says there before Matan Torah, everyone was considered one, one group, one, one Chabura, but after Matan Torah, it was left only by Klal Yisrael, when the Goyim didn't take the Torah, by, only left by Klal Yisrael, that reus, that friendship, that oneness, because we have it with Hashem, and He calls us Achai Vereyai, like it says in the Pasuk, Laman Achai Vereyai. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us such a relationship. The only way I can understand it, even a little bit, even talk about it, is from what the Ramchal says when it comes to the you know, of Malchus. He says, even Hashem relating to us as a Melech is a tremendous act of Hashem's kindness and anivus. Hashem is Kavayachal humbling Himself, lowering Himself to give us a relationship when there really can't be any. There really isn't any. Hashem needs nothing from us. But He gives us to have a connection with us as a melech with his nation, where the king derives honor from the nation, and the nation is following the leadership of the king. He's their leader. We can have Hashem as our leader, as our melech. And here we're seeing, we're seeing even more, even further. It's not a stira. It could be both things. It could be both in Yonim. There's the malchus, but there's also friendship. Hashem is calling us, Achai Vereyai, He's giving us that as the yesoid of the whole Torah. So he'll, the rest is just the pirish. But the, but the essence of the Torah is that closeness with Hashem. So here again we have to ask the question. Very straightforwardly. We understand how Hashem is giving to us. Hashem is giving us everything. But that we should be somehow relating to this, feeling this. But what are we giving? We're not giving anything to Hashem. Hashem doesn't need anything from us. Hashem is certainly not hurt if we go against His words. A human friend is hurt. So, we can understand when it comes to another human being, we shouldn't ignore them, we shouldn't disrespect them, we shouldn't disregard them. 
but Hashem is not hurt by our being over on the Torah. And Hashem is not benefited by our being Mekai in the Torah. So in what sense can we relate in a real way that we have a oneness, we have a friendship, we have a real closeness? There's only one direction. So I don't know if that's satisfactory. I'm just being my ear. But I think that there might be something that we could find. But for that, we have to go all the way back to the basics. We have to go all the way back to the very beginning, to the initial Bria Sa'ila. Why did the Abishta make the Bria? Okay, I'll ask you, and any one of you could tell me. I know you could give the answer. The Abishta made the Bria for only one purpose to bestow good to his creation. He, has, he needs nothing. The entire Bria is to bestow, to give good to those that he is creating. He's creating the person, the creation, to able to receive the good, to give them the good. Hashem's chesed is the driving force of the whole Bria from the very outset. To create a being who could receive the good of Hashem. How much good how much good does Hashem want to give? Of course, the maximum that's possible for the created being to receive. Because Hashem's midas are infinite, Sefer Ikrim says. So nothing less than giving the most that's possible for a created being to receive is going to suffice for the, for the accomplishment of Hashem's midas chesed, of Hashem's desire to bestow good. And anything less than the maximum will not be enough. And the Rambam, Hilchas Tshuva, talks about the, 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 the Hanoa Valam Haba, which is, of course, the ultimate good that Hashem gives to a created being. It is something so great, no created being, no Navi, no Malach, understands it. There isn't even a marshal that the Nevi'im give for it because it would be reducing it. You can't even give a marshal that's really a marshal for Olam Haba. There are many things that Torah Chazal give a shalom for. This, there's no marshal given for it. The Gemara says, Tzadikim, but there's no, no tangible marshal that can really be a marshal for Olam Haba. And Ram says clearly, no Bria, no Navi was masigit. Ayin, the Pasuk Yeshaya says, Ayin le'ras elokim zila secha. Only the Ebishter knows until the person is there to receive it. Only the Ebishter knows what is that Hana that is given to the Tzaddikim. So Hashem's goal is to give us the maximum good that's possible to give. And that's the purpose of the whole Bria Sa'ilam. The whole purpose of the Bria is only that. Everything in the Torah is only for that, to achieve that purpose. Okay. Now comes the question. Can Hashem do it by Himself? If Hashem wants to give us the maximum good, we're ready to take it. But why does 
seems to be not so simple. Hashem wants to give it to us. Okay, anybody not want to accept it? We're all ready to accept it. But nevertheless, it can't work that way. So the Ramchal explains that too. This is getting pretty deep. But we'll try. What does that good have to come from? That ultimate good that no malach, no navi can, can see, can understand, only Hashem himself. Where is that good coming from? The Ramchal wouldn't write it, you know, we couldn't say the words. So that is the good that is of, that is the good that is of Hashem himself. The true good is only Hashem. So what will be the means for a created being to receive that good? Only by there being some way for him to connect, to be dovek, to attach himself to Hashem. To, to gain within himself some measure of the shleimus that's like Hashem, of the goodness that is like Hashem's goodness, like, like we say, ma'af ato, to be daimil Hashem, by his making himself as similar as he is able to be, and thereby connect to Hashem, he's able to benefit from the good that is the good of Hashem. Now, this explains why, says Ramchal, it cannot be just given to a person. Because Hashem's good, Hashem's perfectness is of his true essence. That is of Hashem himself. Of course, it doesn't come from anything else. It's Hashem Ba'atz Musay. Hashem innately is perfectly shalim and good. For a human being, for the created being, to be able to connect to Hashem, he has to be similar to Hashem in that way also. It has to be that the good that he has within himself is also of himself to the degree that's possible. A human being, a created being, cannot be innately good. Only Hashem can be that. What is the next closest thing? That he acquires the good through his own effort, through his own choice, through his own work. A person acquires, makes himself of course, with Hashem's help, but he makes himself to be a person of true goodness as much as is possible, then in that way, he's like Hashem because his goodness is of his own true sense. He is the Baal of the good. He truly possesses it. It is truly himself because it was accomplished through his choice, through his effort, through his work. And in that sense, it can be somewhat like Hashem enable him to connect with Hashem to the maximum degree possible. Otherwise, it would be very reduced. It wouldn't be able to be the fullness of the good that Hashem wants to give a person. So where does that leave us? Hashem wants to give the maximum good. Can we appreciate it? Do we have a kayakta? to want it to come about, to love it, to be amazed by it. We have a kayach. The Yibishit gave us by Matan Taira, Avas Chesed. We have a Yusha from Aram Avinu. Rachmanin Baishanim, Goyim Lechasadim. The Klai Yisrael has 
the innate nature of appreciating the goodness of Hashem, that we want it to be achieved, we want it to be accomplished. But it can only be accomplished through our effort. What happens if we didn't make the full effort? What if we fell short in whatever we could have done to enable Hashem's goodness to be accomplished, to be performed, to be delivered? That's something that's to feel bad about. That's a place for charata. Maybe we can't pinpoint exactly, but we can have a sense that Somewhere along the way, probably we could have done better. <laughs> and that could have enabled the greater chesed of Hashem to come about. And now it's been, 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 been limited. That's what the Pasuk is saying. Hashem has done so much for us. And enabling us to receive so much. They're speaking about the Chet HaEgel, as Sifona says. And we did this hate that was Mekalkel Hashem's plan and did not allow it to come into fruition as it was intended. It's not hurting Hashem, but it's not allowing Hashem's plan to be accomplished. And then the, in the Tzara if we do do our part, then we are truly partners with Hashem to enable Hashem's plan to be accomplished. Could that be, in some sense, that we are truly working together. Hashem wants to give us the maximum good, but it has to come through our, our participation, through our doing our part. And then it can be accomplished together. That will be a real anila doi But now we can ask the question. Beautiful. Hashem has His plan. It can only come through us. Is it even possible that this should be the whole definition of our mission in this world? That this should be the whole meaning, the whole, really the whole essence of our Avodah Hashem. When we talk about Avodah Hashem, Doing the Ratzon Hashem. Is it possible that we are supposed to understand that this is truly what is our responsibility, our mission, our zechus, so to speak, to bring about? That might be a very, very different view. That our tafkid is that Hashem's chesed should be accomplished which cannot be accomplished without us. So I would not expect anybody to believe it if I didn't find it in the Ramachal. By the mitzvah of Tzitzis, where he talks about what it means, Indian of being an Evid. That Tzitzis identify a person as an Evid. This is uh, page 38 on the bottom. <laughs> I don't know if you could find it. What number sheet it is. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I apologize. That's not the one. It's much later. It's page 296 on the bottom. He's talking about what does it mean to be an Evid? It sits 
identifies a person as the simon of the melech on his evet. So he says, it was given to a person to be misaking the entire Bria. And it comes out that he is doing the service of the Creator and involved in his malacha. Hashem made the Bria in the, in the state as he saw fit, meaning that it has to come through a person. Like he says, V'ulam is that Yaitse mi Maisa Adam Upulaisa. This comes through a person's actions, through his work that he should do according to the Torah and the mitzvahs upon him. And then he adds that this entire Avodah is standing on one Yisrael. The whole Avodah Hashem is standing on one fundamental principle, which is what? Hayoyz ha'adam avdei shalabari yizborach. That the human being is the servant of Hashem. It was given over to him, this Indian of the perfection of the Bria, which is essentially the person himself, and through him the whole Bria. And it was entrusted to him. What it means to be an Evid is, he's been entrusted with the whole purpose of the Tikkun Abriya. It's given to him. And this is the Yisod of the whole Avoida. That he is the Evid into whose hands has been entrusted this Avoida to see to it that, the, that he himself and the whole Briya should be perfected. So that's defining. Defining what does it mean to be an Evid? Not to listen to commands. You've been given this mission. You've been given this task. You've been given this responsibility. You've been given this power to be misaking the Bria, to bring the Bria to its lamus, yourself and the Bria to its lamus. That's what it means to be an Evan. And if we look really in Mesil Sasharim, it's really Mephurish in Mesil Sasharim. Everyone learns this, which is the most famous line in any Musa Sefer ever written. I've learned in yeshivas, you know, over and over and over again. And he starts off right away in the beginning, in the, the Perak Aleph, that the foundation of Hasidus and the root of the complete, perfect Avodis Hashem is that it should be clear to a person what is his responsibility, what is his obligation, what is his mission in the world, to which he should be placing all his efforts, all his hopes, all his aspirations, his focus should be focused on this in everything that he's doing. He has to know his chiv, his obligation, his mission, his purpose, to which he should be focused in everything he's doing. And then, you know, does he say, what is that chiv? Then he starts talking about why Hashem made the world, why Hashem made the person. What Hazal taught us is that a person was created Hashem made a person, he should receive that great, amazing, unfathomable, indescribable Hanar from Hashem. That's the tachlis, that the highest Hanar that's possible for a created being to receive. 
What does that have to do with his obligation in the world? That's why Hashem made a person. We're talking about your obligation. Has to be clear to a person. He has to know the truth of his obligation in the world. Has to be clear to him what his mission is. To which he should be focused on everything that he's doing. Behold, Chazal taught us Hashem created a person to reach Oynigal Hashem. That means you were created by Hashem for this. And your tafkid is, of course, to bring about Hashem's purpose in creating you. What else are you for? For Hashem's purpose. To achieve Hashem's purpose. So, oh, that's what I'm created for. To bring about Hashem's purpose in the Bria. What kind of a purpose? The maximum good. That's my purpose. That's my obligation. That's what I should be focused on everything I'm doing. Now everybody's going to be wondering, but what about the Mishnah says that we're not supposed to be serving Hashem for the sake of getting a reward. Not supposed to be a Maslach Halba Pras. And here, it looks like the Ramchal is saying, I'm supposed to be focused on Hashem's purpose, which is that the human being should have the maximum pleasure in everything I'm doing. Doesn't that mean I'm doing it for my reward? So I'll tell you a story, and then we'll try to figure out what it means. I was with Rav Geltzeler, Zechel Levracha, who was a son-in-law of Rav Dessler, very into Musa. And we were sitting in an out-of-town chasana, together at the same table. He had a mishpacha shaykhis, I had a yeshiva shaykhis. We were together at the table together. And I asked him, how does Mrs. Hasharim fit with this Mishnah of us? Supposed to be not on Manasla Kabul Pras, just out of Ava. So he said to me one line. It was in a very, very appropriate setting. He said, when the father is dancing at his son's chasana, is that Mechabal Pras? That's not Mechabal Pras. When the father is having that Hanah, that Simcha of his son's Hatzlacha, is he getting a reward? Does he experience that like, this is my payback for all my hard work? Of course not. He's enjoying his son's Hatzlacha. He's Nene from that. He's having tremendous Hanah. But it's not in the form of getting paid a reward. Of course, there's a madrego which is also considered a tzaddik, where a person is doing the mitzvahs for the reward. Tais Yantav says, the morale says, a person does it for, for reward, it's considered a tzaddik, not a tzaddik gomer, he's a tzaddik. But the Mishnah is saying, there's a higher level. There's, what's the higher level? The higher level is, I appreciate the chesed Hashem. I'm amazed by the chesed Hashem I have within me to want to bring out the chesed of Hashem. I'm going to be the recipient. No, no. <laughs> That's the mela. But the real hanol that he's having is by being the shutif of producing the chesed Hashem in the Bria that only he could contribute to produce. It will be good for him. It will be good for the whole Kala Yisrael. It will be good for the whole Bria. But his experience of it is not because I'm going to be getting for myself and using the Torah as a device. He's not using the Torah as a device. 
He wants Hashem's chesed to be actualized. And this is the only way. The B'chaim V'lashon is in a way that helps a little bit. He says, if a person really could do Avedis Hashem for the sake of the reward, but it has to be in such a way where it wouldn't matter to him if he gets it or someone else gets it. Now, of course, that's not possible. So, it's only like a theoretical thing. But if a person would find in himself that he would do that Vedas Hashem for another Jew to be in Olam Haba, for the rest of the Klausel to be in Olam Haba, not for myself. The Gros said he would do it even if he would get Gehenna. Meaning, he wants to be kind of Ratan Hashem. <laughs> it's, it's, because it's, of course it's Kula Toiv. It can only be Kula Toiv. But it's not for the sake of my selfish desire. It's I appreciate the Chesed Hashem. If the Mitzvah can have Avas Tuvoy, if Paroi can have Avas Tuvoy, then I think we have enough of a, a basis to have a sense of the goodness, of the, the kindness of Hashem, the infinite kindness of Hashem that's entrusted to us to bring about. And I found also a Magid Mishnah. And really, I didn't find this. I heard this from my son Yitzchak. He said it over. Where the Magid Mishnah explains the Indian of Simcha. The Rambam talks about the great important aspect of Avodas Hashem of Simcha when he discusses the Simcha's base Hashemeva. He calls it Avodah Gdaila and he brings the Pasik, Tachas Levadat Hashem Melukecha, the Simcha, Bein Machayan and the Pasik said it's a Chiv, but the Rambam calls it Avodah Gdaila. So the Magad Mishnah says, what's the ikr of the simcha? What is the primary element that would bring a person to have a simcha in Avodah Hashem? We would say simply, to have the zechus, what is zechus? That itself should be unbelievable. And that's definitely true. But that's not what the Magad Mishnah says. The Magad Mishnah says, the ikr that brings the person to Simcha is because it's not proper for a person to do the mitzvahs because they are a chayva upon him, because there's time and obligation, and he's forced to do it. But rather, he's chayv to do them, and he's sameach in the doing them. He's chayv to do them not because it's an obligation, but he's happy doing them. He should do good because it's good. And choose truth because it's truth. So what does this mean? Choose good. Do good because it's good. Do MS because it's MS. Does it mean a person is supposed to understand is every single mitzvah Indian of doing good? Not every single mitzvah is Indian of doing chesed, it would seem. Simply. What does it mean? He, he does it because it's good. Does it mean he has to understand the time of mitzvah, every mitzvah? It doesn't seem like he needs to understand the time, the whole reason behind every mitzvah. But every mitzvah should be done because it's good. And then it'll be besimcha, and yeah, so no, we'll understand. That's why he was created. And when he does his purpose, then it's then he's filled with simcha. 
So what does it mean you should do it because it's good and do the emes because it's emes? This is the pshat. Because what is every single mitzvah? Every single mitzvah is the true means of Hashem's purpose being achieved. And what is Hashem's purpose? To give to the person the maximum good that's possible to give through the person becoming Davik Bashem. Every single mitzvah is another means of a person connecting to Hashem. Each one has its own unique role to play. So then everything in Torah is doing good because it's good. So it doesn't need to be forced by a command. Hashem is revealing to us. This is the derech to bring about my chesed. So the person has the kayach of toy within him. Of course he should want to do it because it's good, because it's going to bring about that chesed Hashem. And last but not least, I found a piece in art suffering. And when I saw it at first, I did not believe my eyes. To the, to the point that I had to ask my Rosh Hashiva, can we believe what it says here? Maybe somebody somehow got it all confused and then made it up. Who knows what? Where this came from? He said, yes. But he didn't give me too much hesber. So now we're left with trying to be masbred. The art suffering says that the entire tafkid of a person in his life is chesed, rak chesed. This is the lush. The Abishta's primary media that we see in the Bria. Is chesed olam chesed ibane? What? Yeah. Who wrote that stuff? From dope cats. And primarily with the Meir Chodesh. So, like I say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know to. Rather, Mordechai Shulman told the Shiva, and he told somebody you don't understand, not to worry about it, because Alta didn't write it. <laughs> but maybe this could be a Hesburgh. He didn't write himself. No. Written, written based on the Shemuzah by Dove Katz, primarily with the Meir Chodesh. But here it says, okay, it's, it's, very, it's going very far, but we can have some understanding because if everything in the Torah is Hashem's chesed, then really, Be'ikr, what is the person doing when he's doing all the mitzvahs? He's bringing about the chesed Hashem. If I won't be aware of that, I'll be missing a critical ingredient. I'll be just doing the Havayda, I'll be serving. Rather, Bechayim Velazhin says, that is not so easy to do. It's very easy to fall into the trap of wanting to do it for myself. So I don't know if we can give a kalah for every person. But just being mo'erer, is it shayach for us, possibly, to do, to do the tshuva out of at least b'miktas, out of the love of Hashem's chesed? Can we, is the lush? So really, everything in the Torah, but the Mark Mishnah is saying it. He should do toy because it's toy. They should be megalitos. This is the way. I have to be forcing you. There's such a thing. Yeah, Bezin Kaifa, I show you right, Sandy. The person doesn't want to do it. Bezin has to force him. But it shouldn't need to be forced. He should do it because this is the emes. This is the toiv. This is the means of, of Hashem's chesed being achieved. And he has within him that kayach to be doing Hashem, to be doing everything of Torah in order to accomplish that ultimate chesed that Hashem wants to accomplish. That's chayvasa be'lomoy. To bring about 
That Oynigal Hashem that Abishtha wants to achieve in the Bria, and then we are really Shutfit, then we are really Hashem's friend, then we are Anila Daidi Vidaidi Li, then we can have Hashem's Chesed Rachman, the Dainis Nasik as the and Tshuva Me'ava, at least for Mikdas, Abishtha should help us, we should be Zeicher to accomplish that all together. Thank you. How many people have the best here? I'm sorry,